Chapter Twenty Two of The Well at the World's End, Book Four. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Well at the World's End, Book Four. Chapter Twenty Two An Old Acquaintance Comes from the Down Country to See Ralph. But an hour after midnight Ralph arose, as his purpose was, and called Richard, and they took their swords, and went forth and about the thorpe and around its outskirts, and found not worse than their own watch anywhere. So they came back again to their quarters, and found Roger standing at the door, who said to Ralph, Lord, here is a man who would see thee. What like is he? said Ralph. Said Roger, He is an old man, but a tough one. However, I have got his weapons from him. Bring him in, said Ralph, and he shall have his say. So they all went into the chamber together, and there was light therein. But the man said to Ralph, Art thou the captain of the men-at-arms, lord? Yea, said Ralph, said the man, I were as lief have these others away. So be it, said Ralph. Depart for a little while, friends. So they went, but Ursula lay in the bed which was in a nook in the wall. The man looked about the chamber and said, is there any one in the bed? Yea, said Ralph, my wife, good fellow, shall she go also? Nay, said the carl, we shall do as we are now, so I will begin my tale. Ralph looked on him, and deemed he had seen him before, but could not altogether call his visage to mind, so he held his peace, and the man went on. I am of the folk of the shepherds of the downs, we be not a many by count of noses, but each one of us who has come to man's yean, and many who be past them as I myself, can handle weapons at a pinch. Now some deal we have been harried and have suffered by these wretches who have eaten into the bowels of this land, that is to say, they have lifted our sheep, and slain some of us who withstood them, but whereas our houses be uncostly, and that we move about easily from one hillside to another, it is like that we should have deemed it wisest to have borne this trouble, like others of wind and weather, without seeking new remedy, but that there have been tokens on earth and in the heavens, whereof it is too long to tell thee, Lord, at present, which have stirred up our scattered folk to meet together in arms. Moreover, the blood of our young men is up, because the burg-devils have taken some of our women, and have mishandled them grievously and shamefully, so that naught will keep point and edge from seeking the war-clash. Furthermore, there is an old tale which hath now come up again, that some time, when our folk shall be in great need, there shall come to our helping one from afar whose home is a nigh, a stripling and a great man, a runaway and the conqueror of many. Then, say they, shall the point and the edge bring the red water down on the dear dales, whereby we understand that the blood of men shall be shed there, and not to our shame or dishonour. Again I mind me of a rhyme concerning this which saith, the dry tree shall be seen on the green earth and green the wellspring shall arise for the hope of the wise they are one which were twain the tree bloometh again and the wellspring hath come from the waste to the home well lord thou shalt tell me presently if this hath aught to do with thee for indeed i saw the dry tree which hath scared us so many a time beaten on thy sergeant's coats but now i will go on and make an end of my story Ralph nodded to him kindly, for now he remembered the carl, though he had seen him but that once, when he rode the greenway across the downs to Higham. The old man looked up at him, as if he too had an inkling of old acquaintance with Ralph, but went on presently. 
there is a woman who dwells alone with none to help her a nigh to st anne's chapel a woman not very old for she is of mine own age and time was we have had many a fair play in the ingles of the downs and in the july weather not very old i say but wondrous wise as i know better than most men for oft even when she was young would she foretell things to come to me and ever it fell out according to her spadum to the said woman i sought to-day in the morning not to win any wisdom of her but to talk over remembrances of old days but when i came into her house lo there was my carline walking up and down the floor and she turned round upon me like the young woman of past days and stamped her foot and cried out what does the sluggard dallying about women's chambers when the time is come for deliverance i let her talk and spake no word lest i should spoil her story and she went on take thy staff lord for thou art stout as well as merry and go adown to the thorps at the feet of the downs toward higham keep thee well from the burg-devils and go from stead to stead till thou comest on a captain of men-at-arms who is lord over a company of green-coats green-coats of the dry tree a young lord fair-faced and kind-faced and mighty and not to be conquered and the blessing of the folk and the leader of the shepherds and the foe of their foemen and the well-beloved of bearfather go night and day sit not down to eat stand not to drink heed none that crieth after thee for deliverance but go 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 till thou hast found him meseems i see him riding toward higham but those dastards will not open gate to him of that be sure he shall pass on and lie to-night it may be at milam it may be at milton it may be at garton at one of those thorps shall ye find him and when ye have found him thus bespeak him o bright friend of the well turn not aside to fall on the burghers in this land either at foxworth castle or the longford or the nine ways garth all that thou mayst do hereafter thou or thy champions there be burghers otherwhere housed in no strong castle but wending the road toward the fair greensward of upmeads if thou delay to go look on them then shall thy work be to begin again amid sorrow of heart and loss that may not be remedied hast thou heard me lord yea verily said ralph and at sunrise shall we be in the saddle to ride straight to upmeads for i know thee friend hold a while said the earl for meseemeth i know thee also but this withal she said but hearken giles hearken a while for i see him clearly and the men that he rideth with and the men that are following to his aid fierce and fell are they but so withal are the foemen that await them and his are few howsoever fierce therefore bid him this also haste 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 but haste not overmuch lest thou speed the worse in bear castle i see a moat of our folk and thee amidst of it with thy champions and i see the staves of the shepherds rising round thee like a wood in mulstead i see a valiant man with sword by side and salath on head and with him sitteth a tall man at arms grizzle-headed and red-bearded big-boned and mighty they sit at the wine in a fair chamber and a well-looking dame serveth them and there are weaponed men no few about the streets wilt thou pass by friends and old friends now ride on green-coats stride forth shepherds staves on your shoulders wool wards and there goes the host over the hills into upmeads and the burg devils will have come from the wood debatable to find graves by the fair river and then do thy will o friend of the well the carl took a breath and then he said lord this is the say i was charged with and if thou understandest it well but if it be dark to thee i may make it clear if thou ask me aught ralph pondered a while and then he said 
is it known of others than thy spaywife that the burghers be in upmeads nay lord said the carl and this also i say to thee that i deem what she said that they be not in upmeads yet but drawing thitherward as i deem from the wood debatable ralph arose from his seat and strode up and down the chamber a while then he went to the bed and stood over ursula who lay twixt sleeping and waking for she was weary then he came back to the carl and said to him good friend i thank thee and this is what i shall do when daylight is broad and lo the dawn beginning i shall gather my men and ride the shortest way which thou shalt show me to bearcastle and there i shall give the token of the four fires which erewhile a good man of the shepherds bade me if i were in need and it seems to me that there shall the moat be hallowed though it may be not before nightfall but the moat done we shall wend the whole host of us be we few or many down to woolsted there we shall fall in with my friend clement chapman and hear tidings thence shall we wend the dear ways i know into the land where i was born and the folk amongst whom i shall die and so let saint nicholas and all hallows do as they will with us deemest thou friend that this is the meaning of thy wise she-friend the carl's eyes glittered and he rose up and stood close by ralph and said even so she meant and now i seem to see that but few of thy riders shall be lacking when they turn their heads away from upmeads towards the strong places of the burg devils that are hereabouts but tell me captain of the host is that victual and bread that i see on the board ralph laughed fall to friend and eat thy fill and here is wine withal thou needest not to fear it wert thou any the worse of the wine that thoroughly poured into thee that other day nay nay master said the carl between his mouthfuls but mickle the better as i shall be after this all luck to thee yet i see that i need not wish thee luck since that is thine already sooth to say i deemed i knew thee when i first set eyes on thee again i look not to see thee more though i spoke to thee words at that time which came from my heart almost without my will though it is but a little while ago thou hast changed much since then and hast got another sort of look in the eyes than then they had nay nay said he laughing not when thou lookst on me so frankly and kindly that is like thy look when we passed thoroughly about yea i see the fashion of it one look is for thy friends another for thy foes god be praised for both and now i am full i will go look on thy wife so he went up to the bed and stood over ursula while she who was not fully awake smiled up into his face the old man smiled back at her and bent down and kissed her mouth and said i ask thy pardon lady and thine lord if i be too free but such is our custom of the downs and sooth to say thy face is one that even a old man should not fail to kiss if occasion serve so that he may go to paradise with the taste thereof on his lips we are nowise hurt by thy love friend said ursula god make thy latter days of life sweet to thee End of chapter twenty two